He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a wet, rainy, gorgeous morning in the hill country. I don't know about you, but uh, I got two inches in the last 24 hours. I think some people got way more than that, but uh, that was my uh, that was my uh, take on uh, the last 24 hours. And thank you, God, for the rain. Um, my uh, tank slash pond had been down to uh, it wasn't technically a mud puddle because there was a wee circle of water still standing um in the middle of it um and uh, so give it another 2 weeks of no rain and it would have been uh, gone from a mud puddle to just a big dry depression in the land but boy it got uh, got a lot of water in it last night um, didn't, uh, did not fill. It takes more than a couple of inches to fill it when it's that empty, but well on our way. And if we get some of the storms and rain here over the next couple of days, I may be able to top our tank off, um, before, uh, the, uh, before winter sets in. And that would be, that would be nice. So we got some things on the calendar, not a whole lot of things. You get towards the end of the month and last half of the month and things just disappear off the calendar. Um, and then it seems like uh, the beginning of every month, the calendar starts filling up again. Um, but the Friday night, tomorrow night, the 27th at 6 o'clock, the Freedom Fest at Western Hills Baptist Church in Kerrville. They would like for you to RSVP if you can. Go to uh, uh, We the People Liberty in Action, um, uh, WTPLIA um, dot God, you know, yeah, what can I say? Dot com, dot org, we the people, liberty in action. Um, my, yes, it's one of those dot somethings. Um, but also, if you'll just go to your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletter that you get every Monday, um, and you will find a link in there for you to sign up to RSVP. So they are going to be supplying the meat. I, the last I heard, I'm on a little, uh, it's not Telegram, but one of those private chat channels. And um, there was uh, they were talking about turkeys a few days ago. I don't know if that's what they've ended up getting, uh, but they've got, uh, they've got the meat. Um, and they're just asking people to uh, bring side dishes and desserts and preferably homemade. But, you know, the both people in the Hill Country that still bake, homemade things. I think both of them are um, maybe busy on Friday night. I I am so disappointed that uh, this generation has um, doesn't cook anymore. And they say, bring a, bring a homemade dessert, and they come flying in with a box from HEB and say, well, I didn't have time. And it's like, no, you, it doesn't have nothing to do with time. You don't know how to bake cookies. Just tell us that. Um, but anyway, that is uh, the story. Oh, speaking of baking, I guess I'm making a sheet cake today. We've got a family event this weekend, and I'll be making a sheet cake for that, which also reminds me that the members-only Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting in November, if, you are, if you've already gotten the email, if you're a member in good standing, 
have paid your dues. And by the way, you can't pay your dues now and show up. This is members in good standing already existing before the invitation went out. So um, if you have not, uh, if you've uh, gotten that email, then uh, go ahead and respond to that and let them know that you're going to be coming to that meal on, and I believe it is the third Thursday in November. Yes, it is. It's on the 16th of uh, November. And, um, I, and, oh yeah, that was the sheet cake thing. I guess I'm making the desserts for that. I make a, and it's, it's nothing special. It's just your basic Texas chocolate sheet cake. Uh, there's a few secret ingredients in it. Um, but it's about the only dessert we ever serve at the Fredericksburg Tea Party that completely disappears. Um, and, uh, so I have to get me a piece, uh, before it gets served or I'll completely miss out. But, um, anyway, the, all of that has to do with Friday night, the freedom fest, man, bring a homemade dessert or a side dish. Make sure you RSVP for that. That's going to be, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I will not be there. My apologies. We've got a family event, uh, this, uh, tomorrow evening. And, uh, so I have to, uh, I get to, uh, travel out of town. I'm going to see some family and friends that haven't seen in a long time. So that is where I'll be tomorrow night. If you miss me at the freedom fest, um, on the 11th, and this is in your Fredericksburg tea party newsletter. I'm not going to go into a lot of details because frankly, I don't have a lot of details, but the Fredericksburg tea party is going to be making a trip to the border on Saturday, the 11th of November. 11-11, the Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to be making a trip to the border. Um, don't know what transportation is going to be like. I, I, don't, I haven't heard anything about a bus or a van. I think it's going to be carpooling. We've done this once before, and it was, a, it was an eye-opening experience. Um, so we got plenty to do today, plenty to talk about. Uh, our Texas legislature was still meeting at 3.30 this morning when I uh, got up. I uh, was woken up by something, and I got up, and I said, well, I wonder if our ledge is still meeting. At 3.30 this morning, they were still meeting. I'm going to give you an update on that because, yes, I tuned into the Texas ledge um, video stream at about 10.30 yesterday morning. And I had it on all the way till I went to bed about 11, 11.30 last night. And uh, when I got up at 3.30, they were still meeting. So I've got a report on that. Um, while everybody's talking about some dude in Washington, D.C. Um, that we've never heard about becoming the Speaker of the House, um, I didn't hear anybody talking about what happened in the Texas House last night. So we're going to do that. I'm um, going to give you some words of wisdom before we take off. And uh, here we go. Uh, spare and have is better than spend and crave. Spare and have is better than spend and crave. All right. There you go. Another one of those a penny saved is a penny earned um, from poor Richard's almanac. And that would be actually from his very last entry in 1758. July, uh, I believe July, uh, yeah, nope, it doesn't have a date there, 1758, the last year that Poor Richard's Almanac came out, and uh, this is uh, from that, um, from that, uh, from that, uh, that uh, episode, I'm losing a word, 
that copy, that, um, yeah, that version of the Almanac. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned, and uh, we'll be right back. He doesn't just complain into a microphone. Blah, 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 blah. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. The Hill Country Patriot. All right, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. We know you have a choice. You're listening to the Hill Country Patriot, your information station in the Hill Country. And I got uh, all kinds of uh, computer screens up in here and the interwebs and all of that. And um, I found a, a website called FredericksburgSmokeShop.com. FredericksburgSmokeShop.com. Are you familiar with that, um, Jody? Yes, I am, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as I've known you guys, I don't think you had a website. Am I right? You had a big presence on Facebook, but I don't ever remember you having a website. Well, we started out with a website and went through a um, provider, and then we got hacked, and they stole our TejasMokeDepot.com name and now they've got it in hawk and we can buy it back <laughs> or um we just decided to go with a, another um with another name another name because yeah like they, they're kind of holding it hostage yeah you know <laughs> they, and they, they wanted to pay a lot to get it back they they did that to me a few years ago and um it was a a shoe company called dc shoes that if you put in my website, it would take you right to DC Shoes, and I could never figure it out. And then all of a sudden, I realized that, yes, I had let my name expire. Someone yep. jumped on it, and, uh, yeah, you're right. They wanted a bunch of money, so I just had to come up with another name. And it's really a pain in the butt. But, you know, if you you got to take care of business. What surprises me is that my website, I don't know that I think all of my don't even know if all of my family had gone to it. I don't know if anybody else had ever gone to it, but it wasn't like, you know, it was PepsiCola.com or something. So <laughs> it surprises me when they do that to us, uh, us little guys, but y'all ain't so little. The Tejas Smoke Depot has folks, they have an amazing, um, uh, lineup of cigars and a walk-in humidor. In fact, there's pictures of it on their website at Fredericksburg Smoke Shop dot com and uh, they got pictures you can uh, take a look at their uh, lovely selection of cigars also have all your other um, smoking needs tobacco needs that you have as well as snuff and dip and chew and and uh, all of those things like that um, the cigars one thing that uh, you guys are doing now every week is you have a cigar on special kind of the uh, the cigar of the week so what is this week's cigar? Well, this week, we, I don't think we featured this one yet. It's called the Nub. It's about four inches by a six-feet ring gauge. So it's a short little fat cigar, but it's very popular in the cigar aficionado world. Uh, it comes in a variety of wrappers um, from Cameroon to Connecticut, Habano, and Maduro. So you get a choice 
of a light cigar, dark cigar. It is the Ecuadorian and Nicaragua cigar, um, and it's moderately priced. It's not too bad. It ranges from between 5 and 10, depending on the wrap and the, the size of it. Um, so, you know, we're featuring that this week, so you can get a discount on that cigar. And we have about eight different options to choose from, so we're ranging from the lighter to the darker cigars. So, and they're short, so stout, but they have a really nice smooth smoke, and uh, they range from like in a nutty and coffee-like tone. So it's very popular, like I said, among the um, cigar smokers. Well, there you go, and they'll appreciate it, and they'll appreciate they'll appreciate it this week as it is on sale, and it's also an opportunity for people who've never tried that one and go, oh, you mean everybody else thinks when this one's pretty good? Well, let's give this one a try. So there's an opportunity for those of you who have tried this cigar and like it, and those who haven't and are now hearing about it. Um, let's uh, tell people where you are. the The Tejas Smoke Depot is on the west end of Fredericksburg. If you're on Main Street in uh, Fredericksburg, head west on Main Street. And uh, there at, uh, when you get to the end of town, there is a Y. And you want to go off to the left at the Y. That's one of the few times we say turn to the left on this program. But yeah, you want to take the left branch um, at the Y. And then when you get, uh, you'll see the Tejas Smoke Depot down on your left, just a wee bit down the road. And if you have kids in the truck, remember, go ahead and make a counterclockwise circle or an anti-clockwise circle around the building, and that'll pull you right up to the window where someone will stick their head out and take care of your needs. So tell us about um, other, uh, besides uh, tobacco, you have, uh, what else do you have at Tejas Smoke Depot? Well, we have a variety of convenience items. We carry beer, of course, and wine go along with those fine cigars, uh, sodas, water, um, snacks, a little bit of uh, different gift items. Of course, we have all the accessories that go along with all your tobacco needs. And, of course, along with cigars, we have cigarettes and roll your own tobacco, snuff, chew, pipe tobaccos, uh, just about anything you can think of that would in the tobacco world, CBD products, vape products, and all the... Shapes and sizes are coming in these days, which are all kind of different sizes from the original sticks. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, a pretty good selection of um, if you're trying to quit smoking, a lot of people are going to the vaping. Mm-hmm. And um, you can buy just a single stick that lasts until it's gone, and then you just throw it and try another one. And um, hopefully you'll do like me and quit. Yeah, <laughs> I know several people who have uh, quit uh, smoking using the vaping and then gave up the vaping as well. So that's good to hear. One of the things that we do every week is we have a phrase that pays. And if you, um, when you go in to make your purchase and you give them the phrase that pays for that week, you'll get an instant discount. Plus, get your name in the hat for a monthly drawing which we will do on next Thursday's show because that will be the first Thursday of the month. And so here's your last chance this month to get your name in the hat for a drawing. What is the phrase that pays this week, Jody? Well, after this beautiful rain we had overnight and it is fall, I try to go along with the program. (laughs) This week's phrase is, into everyone's life, a little rain must fall. 
There you go. Into everyone's life, a little rain must fall. So there's your key words, rain and there you fall. Go. All right, Jody, um, did we, oh, let's do your hours. What time are you open and what day are you closed? Okay, we're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 8, and Saturday from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m., and then closed on Sundays. All right. On the west end of Fredericksburg, the uh, smoke shop. Did y'all uh, win some kind of recent, uh, did y'all uh, receive some kind of local accolades recently? Oh, yes, sir. We sure did. We uh, got the um, Reader's Choice 2023 Reader's Choice Award for the best smoke shop and vape store in town. There you go. Congratulations. The Thank Reader's you. Choice. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, that voted for us also. Absolutely. Without y'all, we couldn't have done that. That's so right. Okay. Does Now, do you get, like, a, an all-expense-paid round trip to, uh, uh, um, you know, Jamaica or somewhere <laughs> when you win that? Wouldn't that be nice? But, no, <laughs> we, just get the, we just get a banner to put up on the wall that says that we're the winners. There you go. <laughs> Jody, thank you very much. We appreciate your support, and uh, you've been with us since almost day one, and uh, that means a whole lot to me. So thank you, and thank you guys for being good patriots. We thank you, Matt, and you have a fabulous day. We will. All righty. There you go, folks. Um, the um, What was I going to say? Oh, yeah. We got to talk about what happened yesterday in the Texas House. My frustration with the... Um, House Republicans um, in Texas, in Texas, everybody's all freaked out about what's going on in uh, D.C. Um, and um, there's more. I'm in a number of different text circles. Some of them are up in the panhandle. There's one up in central Texas. There's, of course, locally, I think I'm in one, two, three, four. I think I'm in like five different uh, uh, texting messaging, whether it be uh uh, what's the name of that one? Signal groups or all of those. I'm in a, quite a few of those groups, and it they're all Texas-based. And I guess the thing every now and then that uh, really bothers me in those Texas groups is the amount of time they spend freaking out over what's going on in Washington, D.C., um, we were getting on more than one of my feeds yesterday uh, was I was getting minute by minute updates on the shenanigans uh, in Washington, D.C. in choosing a speaker of the House. Some Republicans are embarrassed by it. Other Republicans are like uh, Pastor Greg and I were talking on Tuesday that this is what it takes to clean house. This is what it takes to clean the swamp. It's these kind of actions that that that's what it takes. Uh, it, it, and, and so there are some of us like me who are quite happy that we watched this uh, three-week fight. One thing we uh, learned about the three-week fight in Washington, D.C. is the world did not come to an end because the House didn't have a speaker. Nothing happened for three weeks. No, no, there wasn't a collapse of the economy. There wasn't anything. Were there world events that took place during that three-week period? Of course there were, and we all know what I'm talking about. But did our government just completely fall apart? Did everything just go to shreds and all the panic? There was so many people about, oh, MG, we got to pick a speaker quick. We got to get about the people's business. Man, do they love to pull the wool over your eyes. Um. 
So all that talk, I'm watching what's happening in Texas in my backyard, and I am in complete shock of, well, it's not even shock. At this point, it's no longer shock. Um, At the way the House Republicans act and behave on the floor, I have a theory on that. I have a theory. I don't like my theory, but I think I I may make a phone call or two to see how my, if my theory uh, holds up in actuality today. But uh, we're going to talk about that uh, when we come up. We're going to talk about what happened in the Texas House uh, yesterday, starting at 1030 in the morning. I am not too sure. I'm looking at the calendar of events and and the the, the, uh, the, the, uh, bill action. Um, and it said that the report was engrossed at 8.35 a.m. this morning. I do not know what that means as far as the record vote, but um, we'll get to that when I get back. Uh, Y'all stay tuned, and we will be right back. Fighting the good fight. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriots. We are back, and um, you know, I always say we, that I don't have a mouse in my pocket. I am back, but um, no, we are back. We're here together, Uh, you and I, whether you're sitting in your truck or you're in the house or you're in your office and you have me on in the background and you're hoping nobody will knock on the door while uh, you're listening to the Matt Long Show, that would be my wife. She listens every day at work. Love you, honey. Um, and I think, therefore, because of that, a number of her employees also get to hear the show every day. One of them told me once, uh, they said, well, you know, we we know not to uh, disturb your wife between 9 and 10 because <laughs> we don't want to disturb her listening to you. So, um, but anyway, uh, thank you for those who are, who do that. Um, so yesterday, I, uh, as I was, uh, yesterday I was telling you that it would be a good day for you to tune in to the Texas legislature online if you've never done that before. And, um, I gave you the website. I don't know if I've ever given you this website before, but it's, uh, capital.texas.gov. And capital has an O in it, as does gov, G-O-V, capital, uh, capital with an O, dot Texas, dot gov will get you to the Texas Legislature online website. And that on the home landing page, um, over in, uh, depending on which, um, depending on which, uh, what do you call these things? Um, uh, browsers. Depending on which browser you have, um, or whether you're mobile or uh, on a desktop, there is either in the middle or on the right is going to be this kind of a grayish light blue box the top of it says access mobile version of TLO. Um, that's a terrible, um, that is a horrible um, mobile version, um, but we'll uh, save that for another day. Um, and then underneath that legislative activity, and it'll say video broadcasts, it'll also say today's calendars, today's meetings, today's filed bills, and today's votes. So there's your most current one of the many ways to get to all those pieces of information. I have offered numerous times, as have other people uh, in the Hill Country and around the state, training for TLO. And um, 
if you're on there for the first time and have, you know, heard about trainings but didn't go and then you finally get on there, you're probably saying to yourself, man, I can't wait till they have another training on TLO because it's an amazing, absolutely amazing tool. So anyway, so I got on there yesterday and I got onto the house video broadcasts and uh, it was uh, supposed to start at 10. I drove home. Uh, from here was headed back to the house and I, I got to the, I always get to the house around 1030 and I have a whole list of things I go through preparing for tomorrow, recording today's show, et cetera, et cetera, catching up on emails, blah, blah, blah. All those, my regular activities starting at 1030. I got home yesterday and there was sense like, what did I forget? What did I forget? There's supposed to be something. I'm oh man, did I forget to stop at some place on the way home? And then it dawned on me, oh, yeah, today is the house is going to be meeting on the floor. So I promptly uh, turned on, uh, went to TLO, capital.texas.gov, went over to video broadcasts for the house, and it was up and live and ready to go. And, um, and uh, of course, around 1030, they still, even though they're supposed to convene at 10, which was what the schedule was, at 1030, they had just convened at 1030, 1040 when I finally got it on. They went through uh, some honorarium uh, things uh, for for deaths and old people and births and congratulations and things like that, um, which is done out of a courtesy. Uh, someone asked me yesterday, why do they do that? Well, it's a, it's a courtesy thing, and um, I, I guess it's kind of cool if your grandma, if your mother is you know the on the Texas House floor and they say happy birthday to your mom for her. Whatever birthday, I think that's a pretty cool thing, and I don't mind them doing that. I think it's, uh, I think it's, it's just a neat thing. So, anyway, they got through that. It was kind of short. Then they had four bills to list to uh, go through. So that's what I was paying attention to yesterday. Um, they started with Senate Bill Seven, which was the bill uh, obviously comes down from the Senate. Uh, the sponsors were Leach, Click, Troxclair, Raymond, and uh, a few more. Um, but what Senate Bill 7 was relating to the prohibiting, prohibiting a private employer from adopting or enforcing certain COVID-19 vaccine mandates. And uh, you would think that would be uh, easy cheesy. You remember the Republicans have a, a majority in the Texas House. However, having a majority doesn't mean you get to just uh, vote on everything without hearing from the minority and so the minority in the texas house oh my goodness are these guys organized um rehearsed practiced ready to go they have game plans team plans all discussed beforehand um so senate bill seven what we started hearing from the democrats was how amazing the covid19 vaccines were um, the, the, the numbers that they came up with, um, oh, I can't tell you because of the mandate, this is what the Democrats were saying because of that vaccine mandate, because, uh, so many people were told they had to, so many people took that mandate that just trillions of lives were saved. Yeah, I don't, obviously it wasn't trillions, but they had this silly number, which by the way, is impossible to measure. That you, you, that's an impossible number to measure. You can't measure the amount of things that didn't happen. So they were saying things like, well, because of that vaccine, a bajillion people's lives were saved. And if you get the vaccine, you can't, you can't pass it on. You can't, they were, these guys, it's like they're living in some kind of cave. 
All right. The, the, the COVID vaccine mandates that the COVID-19 vaccines did not stop the transmission of COVID. They did not um, stop COVID from hitting you if you got a vaccine. You know, it's amazing how often they talk about polio. Oh, my goodness. We heard a story about one of the Democrats' Gigi. She called her Gigi, her great-grandmother, who, oh, man, had polio when she was this kid, and she had to spend the rest of her life. And I'm not making light of this. I'm making a point here. But she told this just sob story about her grandmother, great-grandmother, and the shoes, buying shoes, and the limp, and all of that, and how the polio vaccines saved so many lives and prevented so many people. Not the COVID, I'm sorry. The um, uh, the uh, polio vaccine had saved so many people's lives and well, folks, when you got the polio, it was not that was a vaccine. What we're taking right now, what we've been forced upon us is not a it's not even a vaccine. It's an experimental medicine. Um an exper- and you are a guinea pig and you can't sue anybody if you get sick from taking this vaccine. So they um they they equate it with the polio vaccine. They tell you how many people didn't die because they took the vaccine, which is immeasurable. Um, they of course they talked about example example. They said, well, you know, if I'm a pri- if I have uh, two employees and one of them has you know liver cancer and and is in a, a you know a frail state of health and my other employees doesn't want to take a vaccine and. I have to make a choice to save the life of the... I mean, they came up with every little stupid example of how an unvaccinated person going into an office and working with someone who is vaccinated, how horrible that would could be. <clears throat> now, you and I, there, you're probably like me. You're already yelling at the radio, <clears throat> telling... You're already yelling at the radio saying, well, uh, this, uh, you know, the if they take the vaccine, then what do they got to be worried about if they've taken the vaccine? If they're wearing a mask, what do they have to worry about me not wearing? All right. None of these points are brought up by the Republicans. I think there was a little bit of pushback on Senate Bill 7 from the Republicans, but not much. Not much. Of course, Senate Bill 7 passed. In fact, all four of the bills heard on the, the Texas floor passed yesterday. In fact, during the uh, whining and crying from the left, one of the statements we kept hearing was as they were trying to amend a bill, they would say, we all know this bill's going to pass. This bill's going to pass. But if you have one speck of humanity in you, then you've got to add this amendment. I mean, folks, there were more tears flowing in the from Democrats. Um, I, you know, I, I, have you ever seen the coffee cup that says, uh, you know, full of uh, of liberal tears or something like that? I mean, we could have made a bunch of money on liberal tears last night, yesterday. Oh, my goodness. If there was any way to collect those liberal tears we saw on the floor in the Texas House yesterday... Well, I mean, we could turn all of uh, Big Bend country into a lush jungle. I mean, it, oh, we heard every sob story and every false 
every false line you could come up with about vaccine, about the COVID-19 vaccine. And our Republicans didn't push back. So what's my theory? My theory is that the Republicans know they're going to win this vote. They know, they know that. They know that their majority is going to stick together. And so every attempt that the uh, Democrats come up there to trash it, rather than arguing back, I guess they see it as, why waste my breath? This is going to pass anyway. But the issue I have is what the audience is hearing. Nobody, if you were a, if you were a, a Democrat or a liberal or a progressive or a communist or a socialist or a whatever, an LGBTQ plus uh, LMNOP, and you were watching this yesterday, no one pushed back on all the falsehoods coming from the Texas floor. And so the, if I were on that side, I would just say, see, they're, they're, they're not even pushing back on that. All that must be true. If it weren't true, surely they would be pushing it back because what they do, if, if, if the, uh, a Republican gets up there and says something that's not quite right, then, boy, they go up and challenge it and challenge it and challenge it and challenge it. Our guys just sit there and let them spew nonsense with barely pushing back. And then when they do, it can be pretty embarrassing. I, I have nothing against Representative Spiller, um, I, nothing at all. I, I, I don't even know Representative Spiller. He is a Republican. But it was his job to uh, present and lay out House Bill 4 yesterday, and we're going to talk a little bit about that in a minute. That was the last bill that was heard. They picked it up yesterday afternoon, and at 3.30 this morning they were still working on it. He was presenting House Bill 4. I, they, they could have picked someone better. They need to start. The Republicans, and I don't know who made that decision for Spiller, and and I this is nothing against the man. He's probably a great guy. I I don't know that in much about him, but he did the worst defense. He was he just turned into a mushy little baby when the Democrats started pushing back on him. And I'm I'm sorry. I they really need someone better than that who's willing to push back. Um, that was on House Bill 4. That was the end of the, the period. So before we go on a break, here's what happened. Senate Bill 7 relating to um, COVID-19 uh, vaccine mandates, that passed. So um, if, that gets, um, if that gets to the governor's desk, then it'll be against the law from your employer to punish you for not, wearing, uh, for not having a vaccine. Um, there's more to that bill, but we're not going to go into it now. But that was a victory for us. Um, Senate Bill 4, uh, relating to the punishment of certain criminal conduct, and this had to do with smuggling of persons, operations of a stash house. I'll tell you the stories on this one when we get back. The stash house bill passed. The smuggling bill passed. Um, it is going to get messed with in conference, um, but I think the um, uh, we'll, we'll uh, talk to you more about that when it goes into conference committee because there is a disagreement between what the House voted on and what the Senate sent down. So that'll go to conference committee. House Bill 6 has to do with the wall. It passed. We'll talk more about that here in a second. And House Bill 4 has to do with who is allowed to arrest and uh, 
returned someone to the border. All right. This is very interesting. If you see someone crossing the river or coming across the land, this law would say that any officer of the of the state of Texas can pretty much put that person in their truck and take them right back to the border if they saw them crossing. If they saw them crossing, all right, they don't have to arrest them or do anything. They can take them back to the border. I don't know how much that bill got jacked with, but, man, did the Democrats have a, a, a fight on that one that lasted Best I can tell, at least 12 hours on House Bill 4. Y'all stay tuned. We'll go back into some more details that I picked up yesterday. We'll be right back. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. are back man the uh, the magic uh, computer machine here which randomly picks my uh liner and bump music um man it's uh it's exciting it's on a roll today i'm telling you so um here's what we saw in here's what we saw all day yesterday was racism 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 we saw it in uh under house bill oh here we go under uh, Senate Bill 4, under Senate Bill and House Bill 4, Senate Bill has to do with smuggling or operations of a stash house. Um, what uh, this, uh, this is, um, um, this has to do with what it says it is. You've, you, you put a bunch of people in the trunk of your car, and that's not a joke. I'm not because they actually do put a bunch of people in the trunk of a car. I don't know how many times you've ever been in a trunk, but one is uncomfortable. Two has got to be a nightmare, but when uh, folks are jammed into those. So the um, the the Democrats um, all said that um, with Senate Bill 4, you know, pulling over people because they're brown and House Bill 4, the same thing. And so it started out with an attack on the um, Latinx, and yes, I heard that phrase. I heard that phrase from the House floor yesterday. Uh, from the Latinx community, um, you know, we're if if I'm driving my cousin across town to go to church and I get pulled over, does that mean I'm a smuggler? No, it doesn't. But they gave, they stood there and for hours and said, you know, the Latinx, the, uh, our, our community is, um, we, we're all, we all have big families and we all really love each other. And of course, what's remaining unsaid is that non Latinx people don't have big families, right? That's what they're saying that, well, we're special because we all live together and, in, in multiple generations in one house, and we're this and we're that, all drawn upon racial lines, drawn upon racial lines. And then the opposite of that. Well, that was just brown people at first. And then it went into black people as well, because, you know, we got Haitians and 
someone made a point of that, and so they kicked it up. They were lining up behind the mic, and it started out, it was against brown people. Then it was against black and brown people. And then probably one of the most racist representatives we have um, by the name of Wu, um, and he is an Asian man, so he got up, and uh, oh my goodness, the, uh, you would think that there was a war on Asians here in the state of Texas. You would think that Asians couldn't even walk out in the public without being attacked and beaten, and just that's the way you would think, woo. And so Wu started using this line of they. And here's where I got really frustrated that a Democrat, that a Republican did not go to the back mic and say, um, uh, would you yield for a question? Because this is what the Democrats always do. When the Republicans are presenting a bill, they'll be in the middle of their presentation. A Democrat will run up and say, Will you um, will you take a question? Will you yield for a questions? And then the Democrats ask these dumb idiot. They ask questions that just to throw people off. And then, I, like I said earlier, our Republican side doesn't do that. But anyway, so back to Mr. Wu, Gene Wu, who, again, I will say this again, is the most racist representative we have in the Texas House because he's the one that finally put together he the the uh, latinx community started and then the blacks joined in in that uh that whole well planned fight and then they brought gene wu up to uh, uh to pitch the last innings so to speak right and gene wu then lumped them all together all the people of color and all the and basically without saying it was as everybody that is not white Everybody that is not white um, is uh, a horrible person. In fact, the way he kept saying it was they. So he had already defined they, and they was white people. They was white people because he had already gone through the list of who were being oppressed, all right, by these laws, and who's the end of the world. And he'd got, they'd made the list of all of them. They didn't miss anybody. They didn't miss anybody. They got the South Pacific Islanders. They got the North Pacific Islanders. They got the West Atlantic Islanders. And they, I mean, they got them all, every person, everybody that was not white. And then Gene Wu got up there and made us the most racist speech I've ever heard from the floor of the Texas House by using the word they. They this. They that. They are going to just arrest every single one of us. They are going to harass every single one of us. They, and what I wanted desperately was for one single Republican to walk up and say, um, can I uh, ask a question here? And the question would be, who is they? But no Republicans did it. And, and it, just, it just, they just allow this to go on. And, and I am, the only theory I have is that the Republicans know they're going to win every one of these votes, and so they're just not going to say anything. And so they let the Democrats just sprout that stuff out over and over and over, made-up data, lies, racist statements, racist accusations against they, which are the white people, but he never said that because no one ever asked him. That's what we heard all day yesterday. And oh my goodness, when it came to um, uh, illegal entry, House Bill 4, 
Oh, my goodness. That, that Folks, according to the Democrats, that's the end of the world today. Everything, as soon as the governor signs House Bill 4, um, the, uh, the, the uh, state of Texas will collapse, uh, will go into chaos and insanity, and uh, it'll be the end of the world as we know it. I, I guess come when the governor signs it, would it do any good to go to their offices or a year later and say none of these things happened? No, because they've already moved on to something else then. One last point I want to make on this, that what the Democrats got away with on the House floor yesterday, Republicans have never been allowed to get away with. As soon as one of the Republicans on the floor will uh, begin uh, um, talking about something that, uh, well, for an example, last night, the Democrats were gave a long speech on the 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 on Donald Trump on MAGA Republicans on the selection of a speaker of the house um and if a republican had gone up and got that far off of topic cuz it was way off of topic the speaker of the house Dade Phelan is very quick to jump up and say whoa 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 that let's stick to what's on the bill let's stick to what's on the bill in fact, he can, he can even get nasty about it. But when the Democrats do it, and they did it for 12 hours last night, at least 12, they started hearing House Bill 4 in the middle of the afternoon. When I got up at 3.30 to hear what all the ruckus was in my neighborhood, because and it was rain, um, the, um, I, uh, checked my phone. I checked a uh, TLO. Yes. At three 30 this morning, that was on my mind and they were still on the floor arguing over house bill four. So the best I can figure there was at least 12 hours of listening to Democrats sprout lie and show racism, racists. That's all it was. It was racism from the house floor last night. And we all know who they is. They is those of us with pale pigmentation. That's all it is. And we're out to get everybody. We're about to get everybody. All right, Lorraine. She's lined up. She's, 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 there you go. Race is Lorraine's, is Lorraine's topic today. So y'all stick around for that. Um, and um, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, the uh, House then, after a, um, uh, about a 20-hour 20, 20 fight um, w- with only a week and a half left in the special session to take care of business, guess when is the next time they're going to come in and meet next Wednesday? You heard that right, next Wednesday. Next Wednesday.